0: everybody, and welcome in to season 16, 15, I think it's 16 already, uh, of the NTT. Um, Yeah, I'm your host, uh, Coach V. Today I got along with me two other coaches. One of them's very happy, Um, Subpar Stash, um, Mr. David, and then we got Jimmy Neutron, who is Drowning in his tears Yeah, this is I, I've
1: been playing since last July And this is my first NTT I've missed and So rough life. So, Coach Brad for that For building a, uh, a base for my team Only for me to
2: tear it down slowly
0: <laughs> Welcome David How you doing?
2: I'm doing well, thanks yeah. for having me I'm excited to be here I think this is my first NTT since last July When I also started playing So excited to be here, excited to be in the tournament
0: Cool Awesome, well let's get started We're going to go through these, we're going to start with Region 1 We got the number 1 overall seed, the number 1 ranked Harrisburg, Crushers, 17-1 Out of Conference 2 They are a regular here in the NTT Um, They have the 58 strength of schedule And they are led by their um, Scoring wings Devontae Eddy and Ford Thomas Uh, Also have the big man Tanner Bush, Evan Lewis Their point guard Uh, This team's pretty good you look at Harrisburg. You look at Harrisburg. They are number six in points. They are number one in offensive rebounds. Number three in rebounding margin. Number six in assist, And number five in turnovers. So uh, this team is an offensive juggernaut. They love to score the basketball. Um, they are going up against Dayton, the electricity out of Conference 16. Winner of the tournament as the sixth seed. Huge, um, huge upset. They make it. Congratulations. They're led by Keaton Keck. Um, Dayton is uh, not ranked top ten in any statistical category. Uh, What do you guys see in this matchup? Yeah, I see Conference
2: 2. They have, um, from Harrisburg, they have, like, three first team all-conference players that uh, stands out eddie like you mentioned player of the year for their conference freshman of the year of fort thomas there was one more maybe i missed on it but yeah looking some uh good guards
0: they have yeah harrisburg so they look
2: strong i would say you like them winning yeah i like harrisburg winning this matchup i think
0: cool yeah not too much um from, I mean, I'm glad Dayton made it, but that's probably all they're going to get. So we move on next here to El Paso. Coach Sean here. Out of Region 25 with the 226th ranked schedule, he did not win his conference, lost in the uh, semis, but um, they are led by that senior and junior class. Pretty good, some pretty good players. You look at Adrian Campbell, you look at uh, Stephen Groff. He's pretty good point guard. Like how he plays um, the eight seed they are matched up with Olympia. Olympia is number 30 rank, 51 strength of schedule. They also have good junior and senior class. Um, You look at their center, Noah Stroop, and that guy is their man. I guess he plays power forward for them, but he's their guy. They go through him. They run their offense through him, and he's really their whole team. Um, You look at Olympia, they're Obviously, out of uh, conference 31, which is a pretty good conference, the Olympia is number six in true shooting percentage, um, while El Paso is uh, number seven in true shooting percentage. So right next to each other, but they're also number five in steals, and number ten in defensive points against. So they play good defense. What do you guys see in this matchup?
1: Yeah, I think you hit a lot of a lot of things here. Uh, El Paso is led by their uh, seniors. At- just remember, even predicting them uh, when these junior and senior classes were freshmen and sophomores, uh, I think they had just come off of a, a Final Four appearance, and they landed this junior class, and I predicted them to win the tournament that coming year. I don't think it happened. Uh, it didn't. But um, you know, looking at Stephen graff he's the leader of this team. I really love. This is not the way I build my teams. I love to feed like two or three big time scorers, and then I would rather everyone else just. Give them the ball uh, But El Paso Does it very differently You know they have Stephen Graff Up at the top 21 points a game But second leading Score 14 points a game With Adrian Campbell Like And then But they're still Scoring 83 points a game So that means That other uh, What 50 points Is spread out Amongst their other 10 guys Like very Very, very evenly uh, You look at Olympia They do it a little bit Differently uh, They feed Edney Their uh, Small forward and, and Noah Stroop Their their big time uh Power forward uh, Noah is just like An absolute animal Coming into his Senior year um, Ready to make Some noise This is I, One of the best Matchups in the NTT this year mm-hmm. uh, So uh, El Paso Loses games When guards go off Yeah uh, Olympia does not Have guards That score Their their point guard And, and shooting guards Score about Seven points a game uh, Between them And so I know this is scandalous, and I know No Stroop's going to be upset, but I'm going to pick El Paso here. I think that they have slightly better defense. Uh, I think, from what I can tell, their defensive bigs are at least pretty decent. Uh, And while uh, Olympia is a little bit bigger here, uh, I think No Stroop's going to be slowed down just enough in order to give El Paso the win.
0: All right, next matchup we got the number four seed Billings, the Wither Storm, coached by Willa Trillion um, out of Conference 22. They got. the automatic bid or they, they got an at-large bid. This is their second ever NTT. He's been building a good program there over the last three years. Um, they're going up against Cooperstown Gloves, coached by Am Nutter 25. Um, they make it to the NTT a lot. They won conference four, Not a great conference, but they won it. So um, They're pretty balanced. They got Thomas Dye, their small forward who carries the main load. Uh, Billings is loved by their uh, wings. Uh, Danny Reiser and K- Kobe Gist. So you look at Billings and their number two team in three points attempt, attempted a game, and then Cooperstown is the number seven team in turnovers. So that's what they got. David, what do you see in this matchup?
2: Yeah, I see uh, in uh, Conference 4 there, the player of the year in Bernardo Dalton and freshman player of the year. Quinlan Mendez, who lead the uh, the Wilmington team, suggests to me that they're strong, I would say. Otherwise, I, I think, yeah, both teams i mean like with a an eight nine matchup um, i think it could go either way really yeah um, but i would say maybe uh, billings and i pick them with yeah. scoring 84 points a game that looks pretty strong yeah it's actually 48. a
0: 413 matchup but
2: yeah oh okay 413 that's so fine yeah i missed that up
0: but. no billings looks good they look like a solid team yeah and i i think
1: Uh, Kyle if I can even jump in here on A bit of the layout of the tournament this year Uh, I think the NTT Is really really interesting this year Um, And for Completely different reasons than last year Last year our cutoff for the At-large bids was around 55 I don't know if you know exactly So we only had uh, a couple Of teams that didn't both win Their um, conference tournament And their conference regular season Mm -hmm. This year the cutoff uh, for the at-large was 35. Wow. Meaning we had, like, absolute chaos yeah. in conference tournaments. And so uh, I was looking the the um, at-large bit the 35. So Miami's the 35th team. They're the last team in. Hmm. Uh, they're nine seed. Wow, that's and so, incredible. Yeah, that that's crazy, isn't it? So hmm. what that means is there are tons of bad teams that won Um their conference tournaments or their conferences And so we actually I I think that there's going to be a huge spread You know every year I feel like Um you know a couple years ago with Rochester we were the 12th seed we made it to the Sweet 16 um And lost a pretty close game in the sweet 16 And then won out uh I feel Like this year it's going to be dominated by High seeds and so I think what David's getting at With the 413 is is Billings Uh looks like they're going to Wither this storm um And and throw those gloves away The gloves were too small right So um, I think we're going to see a lot of big seats Move forward But then we're going to see just chaos in the second round Yeah Should be interesting It Um, really will be
0: Moving on we got a team from David's Conference The Jackson 5 Maybe the most prestigious team in conference Or in League 31 history With the two titles back to back Final fours Um, Just a really really well coached team They always get the most out of it they are the five seed. Um, they're, led, they're just a really balanced team, but probably led by Andrew Flynn and Hayden Long. Um, they're a duo of big men that can just play. They're going up against Lake Tahoe, the Crusaders, coached by KG, KGB Teddy II. Um, Nailed it. Uh, um, they're the, num- they the number one seed out of Conference 28. Not a good conference, but they won. And uh, yeah, they're led by uh, Craig Jackson and Robert Janke. So you look at Jackson, and Jackson is the number nine team in rebounding margin. They are the number 12 team in blocks, and they are the number 15 team in personal fouls. So They don't foul a lot of teams. Uh, Then you look at uh, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is the number three team in three points attempted. So they want to jack up a lot of threes. Um, Yeah. So what do you see in this game, David? Or, sorry, Jimmy.
1: It's all right. Uh, a lot of people call me David um, So I actually, I coming in, and I'm looking at the stats Ooh, both teams like to spread it uh, to four guys um, that they start Lake Tahoe's four guys are their bottom four, two through five And and uh, Jackson five is the one through four So initially I was like, oh, but Lake Tahoe gets a little bit of better production Out of their starters um, They have a couple of guys scoring pretty big and pretty efficient numbers But then you look at the schedule and it's just like, man they haven't played anyone um, mm-hmm. outside of uh, Rockford, which was randomly. Aberdeen and Rockford, and they were randomly assigned to them, you know. Uh, and then Dayton early on. Uh, and anyone. They, got, they had a pretty close game with both Rockford and Aberdeen, lost them both. Uh, and then just faltered lately in the Conference 28 tournament, losing a to number 88 Huntington and number 153 uh, Culver City, the Butter Butterburgers. Um, and so. I think that Jackson's going to have this one pretty easily. They're just a little bit more battle-tested. Uh, they have three teams in Conference 10 that are in the uh, uh, tournament and a couple others in the PTT. So they're coming from a pretty good conference. They still don't have a strong, strong uh, strength of schedule, but a lot of that has to do with their um, out-of-conference games because they get to play, you know, number seven, or water um, mm-hmm. a couple times, the O'Cala Opossums. Yeah. Yeah which were not left for dead this year. And so uh, you see, uh,
0: I think that Jackson five here is just a little bit more battle tested. Great. Great. All right. Next up, we got Sarasota, the retirees going up the 15 seed going up against the two seed, Jefferson city seed beggars. Uh, Bobby is the uh, two years ago. He won the championship last year, bowed out in the elite eight, man, this team is loaded Uh, From I mean, you obviously got to look at Melvin Dent, the freshman of the year, and then D'Angelo Miles. I love that guy. I love how he plays. He's a monster. Um, Sarasota, they are out of Conference 9. Not a great team. Uh, 158 strength of schedule, 11-7 on the year, 104 um, rank. But they've... They got some good recruiting um, classes, and they've won their last six games. So that's huge, you know, winning those last six to make the NTT. It really helps the city, um, you know, and they feel good about themselves. You look at Jefferson City, they are number three in points. They are number eight in three points attempted. They are number four in true shooting percentage and number 13 in blocks. Sarasota, on the other hand, is the number... 12 team in points allowed so they're a pretty good defensive team but I think Jefferson City looks really tough. What do you think David?
2: Yeah uh, I would say Jefferson City does look tough. Uh, they come from the Conference 15 uh, I think uh, Conference 15 might be a little overrated but mm-hmm. always oh, overrated me. <laughs> um, but yeah Jefferson City looks like a good strong team uh, they have a lot of blocks of game, 8.6.
0: Whew. Team
2: blocks per game, uh, 3.5 from Ruben Stiff, it's like. Gosh, that guy's uh, a, monster. a differential of 3.8 for them over their opponents getting 4.7. So that's uh, certainly strong factor for them. Scoring a lot of points per game, too, in 91. Uh, yeah, they're looking strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Sarasota, I think, you know, looks better than... They might seem as a 15 seed. Yeah. A, like you said, a, they've won a lot of games recently. They're on a hot streak. They also get um, a good amount of blocks. Have a strong field goal differential. Yeah. This one could be closer than you might think, as uh, a 15 and two matchup. But Isaiah Cummins is a good he player. He's a really good player, I, mean. I think.
0: He's a good recruit. Yeah,
1: I, I feel bad for Sarasota. I feel like any other two seed, and I think that it is a much better draw for them, but. Jefferson City is, is just a tough draw. Does Jefferson City have an active coach? I don't
0: remember. Do you know Every year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let's move on. We got Anchorage, the Red, um, coached by Coach Al Kaiser, 76. Um, second NTT for him, 28th, 129th uh, strength of schedule. They are led by their point guard, Francisco Smith, the senior. That guy can play just averaging 6.7 assists, 20 points a game. Woo! They're going up against Albuquerque the Atomics. They are the winners of Conference 32 um, regular season. They are led by their um, senior shooting guard, Matthew Jones. I love when a senior wants to carry his team all the way through. Really excited to see how they do. Um, You look at these teams and you look at the Albuquerque Atomics, coached by Mick Meyer. Yeah, so Albuquerque, they're not in the top uh, 15 in any statistical category for the NTT. Um, Anchorage, the red, is number 11. They don't turn it over. 11 in turnovers. So pretty even matchup for a 7-10 matchup. What do you see in this one, Jimmy? Yeah, this is a fun
1: matchup Uh, You got Mick Meyer, who, he missed the NTT last year But is a perennial NTT team Uh, Good coach, gets a lot done In uh, Test League You've got Matt Jones Who? Matt Jones Jones, uh, leading this team This man is an animal 28 points a game on 60.5% True shooting Uh, Gets 1.8 steals Per game, like, he is your Just your typical Uh I was gonna say three and D, but he doesn't shoot threes, so yeah. he's your he's score and and defensive player, the real Clay Thompson, minus the threes, of course, <laughs> for that team. But I think that uh, Al Kaiser Soze is uh, easy to forget about. You know, yeah, uh, the greatest trick he ever has played is is uh, making everyone forget that he's here. Like Anchorage mm-hmm. is a good team, right? Yeah, um, I hope one person gets that reference <laughs> that listens to this. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Uh, But they're a pretty good team. They spread the ball out. Um, They score 82 points a game. Nothing super special, but Francisco Smith, their senior point guard, is pretty efficient. And so this is a a big-time matchup between uh, the seniors and Matt Jones, Francisco Smith, trying to get their teams um, to the next round. I am going to pick Albuquerque here. Hmm. Uh, I think that they've just had a little bit of a tougher schedule. Um, they They only have one more loss. Than Anchorage and, and ranked significantly lower, um, at least in the rankings, 18 spots. But um, I
0: do like Albuquerque here to take this. Yeah, hand me the keys. Yeah, I'll stop there. Uh, it's a kid-friendly show, right? <laughs> yeah. Why were we gonna say? <laughs> oh, it's a it's a quote from the movie. <laughs> oh, from Give Me suspects? the Keys. You effing. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um. Cool. Well. Uh, well. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. We got the number three seed, Boulder Man of War. Two weird name. Good team. You got Landon Orr and Kyle Reynolds. Kyle Reynolds is a monster, scoring twenty six point three points a game. Landon Orr is averaging twenty point four points a game. This team can score um, eighty points a game. Those two are really the guys that um, run the engine. Uh, they're going up against the 14th seed, the Louisville, uh, Targaryens. Um, yeah. Um, you got a little incest going on with this team. Um, yeah. Jon Snow is not on this team anymore. I don't, I'm a little confused. Is it Jon Snow? Well Yeah. Anyway. Um, they're led by Logan, uh, Kirkland, the senior shooting guard. Averaging 23 points a game on 63% true shooting percentage. You look at the Targaryens, and uh, they are they are number 3 in steals, and that is it. And then you look at Boulder, and they are number 6 in defensive true shooting percentage. They're number 2 in blocks, and number 2 in fouls. So they don't foul very much. They're not going to get in foul trouble. What do you see in this game, David? Yeah, uh, I think Boulder looks strong as well. Looks like uh, 10 blocks a game.
2: Um, that is also uh, pretty high up there, I would say. Uh, they seem to have a pretty good defensive team. Maybe not as much uh, with the steals, but certainly with the blocks, looks strong. Um, as well with the, um, the opponents only shooting 41. Uh, field goal percentage to it. Um, I think they're yeah, pretty strong defensively, um, at least. Uh, they're ranking 12, certainly. Suggests that they're a good team. Mm -hmm. Their strength of schedule isn't super strong at 98, but it's okay. Uh, Like you said, they're uh, led by uh, Reynolds and Orr, two strong players that they had uh, mentioned in the uh, conference awards.
0: Yeah, Boulder looks strong. Um, They look really good. Uh, Man, I love that combo of Orr and... uh, Reynolds. I mean, Reynolds is just a monster at small forward. He can defend, he can score, and or really, hands. and, and the other guys just, you know, they fill in. They don't have to score, they just, they know their role. Um, Evan Alvarado's actually coming on pretty strong. I like that he made the move to uh, shooting guard in their starting lineup, so I, I kind of like their team. I think they I think they can make a little run. I don't see Louisville with much of a chance. You agree, David?
2: Uh, yeah, they, um, on the other side, Louisville, they've won their last seven games, so that's a good thing in there for, yeah. for sure. Um, they don't have a lot of turnovers, uh, team turnovers, something I look for mm-hmm. for my team to have few turnovers. Um, so I think that is good. Uh, they have slightly more shots per game than Boulder, but it looks like they commit more fouls and uh, kind of a lot of fouls too. I don't like that in my teams as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think Boulder takes this
1: one yeah. yeah. And and I think that this is a faction of Louisville playing the 255 Strength of schedule You know, They yeah. made a pretty good run two seasons ago In the NTT They ended up making the Elite Eight um, But you look at their starters They're small forward 6-6 six, six, Power forward 6-7 Center 6-7 You look at all the games that they've lost in They've just gotten out-rebounded by worse teams Um, And so these guys, like they have decent recruiting rankings, like these guys might be pretty decent. But when you Mm -hmm. have no one who can actually pull down boards for you, uh, you're going to lose to better teams. And so I don't see Louisville making it very far. Yeah. Uh, In in fact, I see them losing this game.
0: (laughs) Nice. All right, let's move on. I love this matchup. It's gonna be so fun. We got Paducah, the Prohibition Kenny Joe, out of Conference 18. They're an at-large team, number six seed. They are the number two strength. They are the number two recruiting rankings in the league. And obviously, you look at Michael Actor and Nathaniel Bradley, and those are the two guys that carry this team. Um, they. They're, they're their stars, you know, and the rest kind of fill in and they do their part. But those are the guys that, this engine, that run this engine. Um, Paducah is the number four team in free throws attempted. Uh, they're the number two team in assists. They're the number 13 team in turnovers. And they're the number two team in points but guess who they have to go up against the dragons the dragon himself lucas cardoso man this guy is a monster 21 points 10.6 rebounds 2.2 blocks only 0.8 turnovers 1.5 steals at the center position Everything runs through him. Uh, Sebastian Wilson is no slouch either, but Cardoso is a senior, and he is ready to compete. I love this matchup. You look at Hartford. Hartford is the number one team in true shooting percentage in the league. They're the number seven team in points. So this team can score, and they can score a lot, and they can score efficiently. What do you see in this matchup, Jimmy?
1: Yeah, this is fun because what you see is Paducah is like – Completely guard run, right? You yeah. Have Michael Hector, he was the he was like a nine nine, right? Something maybe like that.
0: Maybe more. Maybe like a fifteen, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He he was absurd. Um he's kind of the one two with James Jones, uh, for Gadfly and Mesa. Uh and then you have Hartford just feeds the post. Uh Sebastian Wilson being only six seven and still being able to just put up a fifty nine percent true shooting from the <laughs> I power love it. forward position. That is awesome. And then you have Lucas Cardosa, sixty five percent true shooting. I'm just looking at – and I don't want to, like, favor one coach or another by giving them what I think. I would take it with a grain of salt maybe. I'm in the PTT. But, like, Paducah has gotten beat uh, by teams like Frankfurt and Honolulu, which are good teams, but when they feed the post, you know? And and I don't think I need to tell Hartford to feed the post, but I'm like – if I see a guy put up a 65% true shooting percentage, I don't want him just taking 15 shots a game, you know? Yeah. I want him taking 28 shots a game. So feed Cardoso. Let him take over for his senior year in the NTT. I think that you're going to have a really good run. Kenny Joe always figures it out. You know, Paducah's a great team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think Hartford feeds Cardoso here, and I'm picking Hartford to win this.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's... I mean, I don't like the Hartford goes for broke. You know, they try they try and get the best players, and it, all their hardwood uh, rankings are higher than their, uh, surewood. So, uh, so I think that 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 that's, uh shows that, except for their sophomore class, I guess. But right, yeah. If Cardoso does get in foul trouble, I mean that that's the problem
1: with going for broke, right? I've done the same thing, and then uh, and he's my, getting thirty point bench- two. Yeah. Every game So he's, yeah He gets three and a half, 3.2 fouls a game That's not a small number mm-hmm. Cardoso fouls out here it's, it's over for Hartford But if he doesn't I think they win
0: Yeah and one thing For Paducah Is they go to the line Quite a bit 20, 20.8 point times a game So they Quite a few So we'll see They like to drive it To the hole They only shoot Six threes a game They don't shoot Many threes They go in So we'll see How Cardoso can handle it But I really like him He should be a fun guy um, let's, let's look at um, Who we think Will win this So I got Harrisburg over El Paso, I got Jackson 5 over Billings, and then taking down Harrisburg in the Sweet 16. On the bottom half, I got Jefferson City over Albuquerque, and uh, Boulder over Hartford. Uh, Boulder going down to Jefferson City, and Jefferson City taking down the Jackson 5 to go to the Final Four. Um, What do you got, Jimmy? Jimmy?
1: Yeah, I got, I've got i got Harrisburg over El Paso as well. Uh, I've also got Jackson over Billings, but I'm going to have Harrisburg over Jackson there to get to the lead eight. And then I've got Jefferson City taking down, I picked Albuquerque. Uh, that, that 7-10 brutal matchup, I'm not sure who mm-hmm. I picked. Um, I'm going to pick whoever wins the Paducah-Hartford game, I think beats Boulder. Hmm. Um, but then I think Jefferson City gets the lead eight, and I think Jefferson City comes out. The, uh, to the final four out of this region.
0: Cool. David, who are some guys you just like in this region? Who are some guys to watch players of the region?
2: Yeah, um, I think Cal Reynolds, uh, Matt Jones, Ruben Stith. I, I mentioned him when I was talking about their team. Uh, and Devontae Eddy as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Some good ones.
1: Yeah, this, this region is stacked with like. star power players right yeah Yeah. because he he doesn't even mention michael echter um who's big time too and same stinking matchup lucas cardoso like i think i think cardoso is like the make or break for this region like if if he doesn't foul out in games i think that he's gonna carry hartford but if he does i think that you know they're done without him
0: so i would love to see hartford make a run you know um and just take it all the way to the final four you know that'd be awesome
1: right they have to live in connecticut we have to give them something right
0: I know, I know. I've
1: actually never really been to Connecticut. Sorry, guys.
0: No, but Aaron Hernandez was from there, so that's not a good thing. Oh, (laughs) yes. Low blow? (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, next up, we're going to do Region 2.